Citizens of the Reject Nation, we are going to watch Invincible Episode 3 of Season 2 today. Greg's in shorts, because Greg just came from the gym. That's right, Reject Apparel is good for any occasion. Sleeping, casual hangouts, parties, family gatherings, or going to the gym. It always works. Joined once again by Aaron Alexander. Aaron the Alexander, how are you? Aaron Alexander at Instagram. Alexander. I, Aaron, I, Aaron Aaron the, the real Aaron Alexander. That, that is me, Aaron, Aaron Alexander of the real Aaron Alexander Instagram and, and TikTok. I, Aaron Alexander, I'm doing well today on this this beautiful day. How are you, Greg Alba? It's a the Greg Alba. The Thanks. Greg Alba. I did totally promoted. Okay, whatever. How are you, the Greg Alba? Don't worry about it. Ladies and gentlemen, please go ahead, leave a like on this video. That would be exceptional. Be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell because we got episode four to go to as well for next week of season two. Also, thank you to everyone who's joined us on our Patreon, especially for Invincible. That really means a lot. That's where you get the full interaction watch along where you sync up with your own copy of Invincible. We also cover several shows over there exclusively with highlights and watch alongs included. Alrighty, guys, let's do it. Is it a different vulture mite? Hello, son. Oh! It's been a while. Oh! Dad? Ooh! This is crazy. What the hell's he doing there? Right! What the hell? Oh, wow. Damn, what a reveal. What a crazy reveal. That was such a long post credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> is there no more? They normally do like the the immediate after. I, mean, I guess they kind of did it earlier. Fucking a, See, episode one of season one did this similar thing. Rob Delaney. Episode one of season one did a similar thing, but it was only like ten or fifteen minutes. This was like the end of the Allen chapter, and then they just went into it. Yeah, it's weird. It kind of like wow. snaps your brain into like focusing more. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you make you think like, it's over. You make, it's like, there's something important. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. That was so good. <laughs> God, but you know what else is really good? If you go to www.rejectnationshop.com and they travel through space here so much. They're like the space babies of the galaxy. You know Damn. what I mean? Or, you know, like this, he has to protect people like our child protection services with Pedro and Grogu there together. And we also got like who influences the influencers. Call book inspired. We got a whole bunch of other teas as well that we absolutely love, like America's ass and, you know, just a whole bunch of things. But it is one of the best ways my favorite way to support the channel. Thank you to all about teas. If you buy a tea, tag us on social media. I want to, I'll make sure to like add you to the stories and stuff. Thank you guys so much. Aaron, Aaron, Greg, we got 13 minutes to talk. Oh man. So many things, so many things have happened in this wonderful 45 ish to 49 minute episode. <laughs> the speed of your talking is amazing right we're now. Talking, we're talking, we're just doing a rush. We're just <laughs> like Koi. We're going to talk like five minutes. We can be quality and efficient here. <laughs> okay. Episode. Really good. Loved the beginning with Alan. Uh, got to explore more of him. I thought Seth Rogen did a fantastic job. He kind of disappeared into this character. Shout out Optimus Prime. He was really cool too. You called being the mole. I don't know how you did that. That was, that was crazy. I was like, why would he reveal himself to be the mole? Make him suspicious and then be the mole. I don't know. I don't know. Shit's weird. Uh, but that fight was really brutal in the beginning. And yeah, I think all the things that are that were set up from the end of last season are now coming to fruition, which makes me a little not not confused, but like 
curious as to like how's this stuff with the multiverse gonna tie into this stuff because we didn't really touch it or address it in this episode also where was eve this entire episode we didn't really talk about that but i think the stuff that i did really like was us getting to explore some of the characters that we really got attached to and got to know in the first season got to spend more time with rex and duplicate and robot and monster girl and i was really invested in those things in the first season so i'm happy that we're finally getting those characters some light in this season and yeah, some really interesting, cool reveals, you know, with, with Omni-Man at the end there. I was like, was not expecting that. And I'm, I feel really bad for Debbie. I feel really sh- bad for Debbie because she opened up and was vulnerable, clearly distraught about all the things that have happened. And he's he was just like, nah, get out of here. You're trash. Just <laughs> like, don't come around here. I'm like, you you don't see this woman is grieving yeah. too. Like, clearly affects her as well. So yeah, I don't know. Everyone's going through it, you know. Whether it be um, not Omni Man, whether it be duplicate going through the grieving process and connecting with Immortal about the fact that they've died multiple times and kind of like the grief and like trauma that comes with that, or you know, just the stuff with debbie and we didn't really get too much into mark's grief this episode but clearly his guilt uh from all of the fallout of what happened last season permeates throughout all of this season so far and yeah i enjoyed it i really did what about you man what you think yeah it's good man it's good. <laughs> it's good stuff everything's good everything's good everything's good everything's great yeah i think that the the episode was Structured in a way that was so different than any other episode of Invincible, and I really appreciate when they deviated from it because it leads to an element of everything feeling unexpected. You know, like to go from this time jump where Mark is in college, which again is like a that's such a superhero kind of plot line of someone trying to balance it out, very Peter Parker esque. And you're like, I don't, know, I don't know what the point of you even fucking doing this really is, honestly, man. Like, <laughs> what you, why? Why? Everyone who goes to college ends up broke anyway. Hmm. Right? Y'all have student loan debts? Right? Shout out student loan debt. Shout out student loan debts. Shout out the few who become really successful after college. <laughs> <laughs> no, go to school. Get educated. Stay educated. Um, go to education for go for the education. But anyway, um, yeah, go... That plot line, and then as you talked about with the grief that sort of casts a pall over this entire episode, but what was really cool about this was how they really expanded the universe. Like It seems like this section of Invincible, the first season was very much like focus, and this one they're opening up. It's still focused, but in a different kind of way where they're opening up the doors for what is really possible within this universe. Like we got multiverses, we got these different planets, you got different space exploration. I thought it was really cool how you can take an episode where you take a certain chunk out of it, focus on this completely other realm with Thaddeus, with Alan, and I find myself like so invested in that that I didn't even want to cut away from it. I wanted to just stay there, deal with the plot of like whatever conspiracy is happening and then they even open up the door, uh, of course, with the Viltrumites as well, where they're like interrogating Alan. They're whooping his ass. They pretty much like nearly kill the guy. And they're also on the hunt for Omni Man. And they're, it seems like they, they need to make a decision on whether or not they punish or execute Omni Man based off of him not fulfilling his mission. And then to tie it in to the very end of this, where it looks like 
Omni-Man has decided to be like, A, he's a, a fugitive. He's escaped. Like, this is just a theory. Haven't read the comics. So that's what makes a lot of this really fun because we have no idea what direction it's going. But then when you go to Omni-Man at the very end, the impression that it gives you is like, did he reform in some way? Because yeah. he couldn't follow through with do, uh, the domin, dom, dominating Earth that now he has become some benevolent ruler because everything seems so peaceful. Everything's yeah. And he is the ruler of that planet. But there's a sense of ethereal jovialness kind of resonating throughout that entire planet. And like, Wait a minute. This is not the Omni-Man ruler that... Even the that's what's kind of cool about seeing the multiverses at the beginning is you and, and seeing how Viltrumites dominate like Alan's planet, you see what kind of rulers the Viltrumites are. I'm like, this is not the way a Viltrumite rules, right? You know, so like, has how much has he changed? Is it is it an act? Is there some bigger plan at hand? Like, what what door is it opening up? And he still wants to connect with his son, you know. Yeah. And like, they also seem really threatened the Viltrumites by him having a son. You know, did he really have a... They said something about like having another seat or something like that, you know? Yeah, something to that effect. Yeah, it's interesting. I want to watch my words here because really, we've been getting a lot of demonetizations on stuff lately. I've been getting hit with a lot randomly in the past week. So I'm trying to watch my language here, especially. Uh, but a lot of this seemed to deal with sexuality, this episode. You know what I mean? Like yeah. between Paul and... Uh, missing Mark and uh, Amber. Amber, even Alan, and then also like the idea of you know, uh, Omni-Man having a kid and like the seed carrying on. Like there, there was a sort of element there that I did. And then even like going to college and stuff, <laughs> and, like the whole thing with William, which I thought was also a really great thing to bring back around is like, they're not dropping the ball on anything here. They're not dropping um, any plot line just to like, they're not sacrificing character development for jokes or whimsy or to keep the fun going. Apparently, a lot of audiences are okay with for certain properties, but, yeah. <laughs> but for, for this, <laughs> there for this one, they they bring it back in a way that where that nuance just is so felt. Like with like with William Ring, I'm like, thank thank God they did that. Like you know, that was such an important, that was an impactful episode last season, and they yeah. they brought it back around, and it shows that William's just not like, all right, I'm over it. I'm gonna go have fun with every guy and hang, uh, you know, I can bang or something like that. You know, yeah, it's still affecting him. It's everything's still affecting them, and and then um, whatever corner they're painting Debbie into is just completely bleak and harrowing on all fronts. You know that it, it seems so real too that they would blame the. I mean, this guy has a very biased, subjective take because his wife was directly murdered by Omni Man, and he need and they don't have Omni Man to blame because Omni Man's not around. Right. So you know, and it's, it's we've seen it happen with people who marry like a serial killer and they don't know it you should have known mm. and they get blamed you know right. and I, so i like that realistic element of debbie just just trying to find grief she's trying to grieve she's trying to move on that sense of loss of like it'd be easier to grieve if he was dead but there's also this fear of unknown that he might actually come back so how can i really get over it and on top of that when i try to open up i'm just going to get blamed and shunned because i married that guy uh, you know, and, and it makes you fear for Debbie, who's just trying to keep it together. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, as you we were talking, I was I was kind of listening to some of the, the points you're bringing up about. Like, just kind of listening to some of it? Yeah, yeah you know, just some Essay. of it. You know, yeah. I was kind of like zoning out people cats and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I definitely agree. <laughs> I, I agree with your, your sentiment about, about Debbie and like the path that she's going down. And yeah, the 
the fact that she didn't really see any of this coming and she didn't ask for any of this. But I think the the thing that kind of percolated in my my brain the the most as you're talking is like the the still loomering effects of Omni-Man. I know that we were kind of talking about like, damn, this show's like really missing Omni-Man. Like where's Omni-Man at? And I think they chose a perfect time to reintroduce that character into the show because we have now been in this state of like people being paranoid both on earth and intergalactically of Mark and his intentions. And we've seen from the beginning of the season that in other universes, him and his dad team up. So now we're seeing an Omni-Man that can't go back to Earth, who also can't go back to Viltrumite. So he's just like this dude who still loves his son, and now he's two galaxies away and they're going to reconnect. So like, what does that reconnection look like? Are they going to rekindle their relationship? Obviously, Mark is going to have some strong feelings about that. Is Omni-Man going to be able to be reformed? Is that something that's in the cards? Is that something that interests him? Is that something that the show even can not sustain, but like, I don't know what, what would that look like? And does that cause further mistrust if he does form a relationship with his dad? And if he's forming a relationship with his dad at this point in the show, how is that going to affect the things that's going on with this new multiversal villain? And is he going to start, is that guy going to get like the wrong idea about the fact that Omni-Man and uh, Mark are now, reunited again because those two as a force is fucking deadly to uh the the survival or the the health of earth or maybe it's a manipulation ploy with that omni-man is playing some type of bigger game here or if it's not even omni-man what if it's just another shape-shifting but that that wouldn't be satisfying maybe we got the shape-shifting element there we have and then oh and also the sexuality too The, the um exploding and duplicate and all that Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 Yeah, I think they just bring a lot of depth. Everyone's getting like an extra pound of death depth here, which I think is so cool. Like, I I love seeing Rudy and uh, Monster Girl, whatever her name is. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not Monster Girl, but I love seeing them hang out with each other and just those like poignant slice of life things where he is really learning about humanity in a way. Like, he's, he's understanding human emotion. Like, he keeps trying to control it in the most analytical sense. And, finding weaknesses and things from having been so detached for so long and he finds himself pulled to certain feelings of love and then other little things that bring the most joy like the taste of a good burger you know yeah uh, I, I think there's so many great I, I i love this episode a lot i thought it was a really really great episode i was very much hooked from beginning to end and watching the development like amber and mark as well um everything about it that was so excellent yeah i wonder what the trajectory of Amber and Mark's relationship is and like, are they going to stay together for the entirety of the show? How is that going to affect them? Cause like we've been in granted, they're having this open communication dialogue now, but how long can that form of their relationship be sustainable? Sure. Cause she's not a superhero. He always has to go off, you know, he'll all over. He'll outlive her. Yeah, he's 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 a Viltrumite. You know, he's gonna age a lot slower than her. So these, I think, these are things that are gonna come to head eventually. Yeah, so I'm curious to see where those things go. But yeah, it was a great episode overall. Loved it, <laughs> guys. What would you rank that episode? Um, I give it like a ten out of ten for me. I really love the hell out of that episode, guys. I would say the same. Yeah, that was excellent. Best episode of the season so far. Absolutely, undeniably. <sighs> 
And Omni-Man shows up at the end. So and Omni-Man shows up. I might get some views on this one. Yeah. <laughs> He's going in the thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right away. Instantaneously thumb. Yeah. Not even, we're not even in it. <laughs> Title of the video, Omni-Man's back. Invincible He's the biggest Episode image. three. <laughs> we're just really small in the corners. <laughs> Guys, leave your thoughts down below. Thank you so much for being here. Be sure to subscribe and click that notification bell. And hey, listen to the What's going on, guys? So there's only a few. I keep messing that up every time I say it. There's only so many days left in the month. There is and, one day left in the month. <laughs> so we have to shout out at least two patrons for a patron today show to make sure we are getting our obligations taken care of. Gia. And uh, today I am going to choose to throw in Michael B. and Danny Pancakes. <laughs> Hey, so Michael B, let's start with you. Omni Media, Michael Pancakes, really helpful behind the scenes with the channel. Has obviously collabed here, done several videos with him. He's did just one with John recently for Mission Impossible. That's right. Often help each other out with advice. Sometimes super late at night. Uh, it just overall has been this incredible gem and has been one of our like OG patrons for the longest time and refuses to unpledge, even though I've said, please stop. You're making things awkward. This is a conflict of interest. Uh, but he continues to do so. And I think the it's with the goal in mind is that whatever we pay him when he does a collab with us, that he's just getting all that money back eventually. But I don't think he has. I don't even think he's close to breaking even. That's why he's on YouTube. This is someday breaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I appreciate uh, everything you do, man. You've been an absolutely amazing, indomitable spirit in our lives. And Danny Pancakes, I don't know jack shit about you. Uh, I just wanted to say um, thanks for pancakes because they're delicious. Yeah. I, I don't get to meet, eat them that often. And I... I, I, I you know, I have them with butter and syrup like every other human being. You know, oh, unless sure. you're one of those Classic. freaks who's like, I want any syrup on my pancakes. I, I want like a that's, dry pancake. Some people like a dry pancake, and I think that's kind of gross. I don't know what kind of pancake eater you are, Danny Pancakes. It's and not Danny Pancakes and syrup, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's true, man. There's no syrup in that last name, so... Mm. Could just be the D could stand for dry pancake on Danny. <laughs> and then, you know, Danny, I have an uncle Danny, and uh, he's never done anything illegal to me. So I like my uncle Danny. And, and he likes pancakes. And he likes pancakes very much yeah. so with uh, strawberry syrup, actually. Oh, and, and, you know, like Danny Rand is easily the most <laughs> underrated character in all of Netflix MCU. Uh, so, you know, like uh, all things saying, you know, like Danny and pancakes, those are just a great combination to me. So mm -hmm. I just want to say thank you for somehow I had more to say about uh, during your segment yeah. than I did someone who I really know and talk to on the phone. <laughs> but I, There are just so many great Danny's just so, so many, many great pancakes, and pancakes, you know, you I know? mean, like if and, Danny Ocean and, was ever seen in a breakfast time scene, Rusty would be eating pancakes. I'm just know? saying, like, There's yeah. so many correlations. Like, yeah, I could thank you for just pledging and for being here for as long as you have been. That's boring. You get that from any Patreon page. We just got to really focus on, like, why you chose the name Danny Pancakes. You know, there's another Danny I know, isn't it? Daniel, uh, last name Melgar. Yeah. You know, since he was a baby, now he's like one of the smartest people I've ever known. Yeah, he's so a jack of many trades. Danny, how much, how much has Danny pledged to us over time? Oh, 
a fat stack of flapjacks. I'll tell you that. 190. That's amazing, man. Dude. That's amazing. Well done. Let's see if we can get this to 2,000. That's a lot. 2000. That's a lot of hot 2000. Cakes. I believe in stepping stone goals. Definitely. So we go from one ninety to two thousand dollars. Let's get you up to two grand. All right, just stick around. <laughs> oh damn! Stick around. You got, you got a ways to so go. Right? Two thousand dollars, man. But you're dedicated. Uh, so, believe yeah. in it. Appreciate you. Oh shit! No, you've been with us for a long time. Counting fat stacks. Been with us since twenty twenty one. Yeah. God damn! You've been here a long ass time. Hell's yeah. Since yeah, dude. How many months is that? That's a, I'm trying to make another pancake joke, and I don't have one for this bit, but April. Oh, no, man, we'll figure it out. Hold on, a, hold on a second. Dizzle. Man. Okay, hold on, hold on a sec. If someone <laughs> has been, a, has has given <laughs> me $190 <laughs> in total starting from April 2021 <laughs> to, November to November 2023, how much <laughs> is that per month? That this information is this is great. We can see the you the, know <laughs> at what? Hold on a second. Let's an unusual activity. What? Uh, what? They're like, no one asked this question. <laughs> Yeah, what's going on? This they're is not like, that. They're like, what a strange question to ask me. I'm not asking you to like speculate on like the world's bank or something like that. Stupid AIs. Tell me what I want to know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he's averaged six dollars and thirteen cents per month. Okay. So what is two thousand divided by six thirteen? Okay. So all right. Or how many more months would it take to get to? How many more months? <laughs> Still a good thing to get Till to 2000 Till he gets to $2,000. Um, so don't worry, Dan. I'm going to get you an answer. I know you're, yes. I know you're, you're really trying to like set some goals here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, and, and I mean, not that to suggest that you should stop after $2,000. i am just saying we want to know what the error, hell is wrong. This is really doing some. Hold on, This guys. is some real complex math. We could have <laughs> figured this out in the time that this is taking. It's really annoying math. Um, it would take about 296 more months. Okay, that's at least a couple of years. So if there's 52 months in a year. Yeah. Wait, no. <laughs> I mean, there's 12 months. There's 52 months. <laughs> 12 months in a year. The longest year of my life. So 12, let's go 2, it's 24, 56. Uh, I guess that would be, uh, that would be like uh, twenty something years, right? I mean, like, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, so they'd be there in like twenty something years, and then twenty something. Yeah, what's what's two ninety six divided by twelve? I know I can figure it out. No, that's not twenty divided by twelve. That's not how the math goes, right? It's twenty ninety six divided by six dollars. Oh, six. sure, because it's how many months, yeah. 26 divided by 6. Oh, wait, no, we're trying to figure out the years. Yeah. Oh, oh my bad. Uh, I guess it's just when you figure out the years. Okay. Yeah, uh, let me do a sh- No, no, I'm going to figure this yes. out, John. Sure, Jesus sure. Christ. You had six and a half minutes last time. I'm going to get us to eight. Yes. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right, Danny Pancakes, don't worry. I got you covered, all right? So, okay, 12 and that, 24, 56. What's 12 divided? What's 56 divided by uh, 12? Uh, uh, oh God. Uh, is that right? Math? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's 56 divided by 12? It's a f- 12 it's times a 4 is 48. 12 times 50. So, yeah. yeah so it'd be like 24 decimal. and a half months. Okay. 
All right. Couple I years. Pull up the calculator. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm correct. I don't know. Two and four and a half years, I mean. 296. Uh, uh, 296 divided by 12. 24. Yeah, 24 and a half six, months, six, baby. Six, 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 Almost six. 24 and a half. Yeah. Dude. All right. Well, let's hope the Patreon. Let's hope Patreon's still around by then. A couple years from now. Patreon.com yeah. is still around. It's the, the biggest website on earth that can't go away. All right, Danny, you know what you got to do. And uh, Michael, um, I'll send you a text message. <laughs> we'll, here, we'll talk off camera and shout you out in a personal <laughs> life. <way. laughs>